0: Being able to do that for people and then see them achieve the things that they set out to uh, do—it's just amazing, you know. Seeing people build incredible things, get the confidence to go for things they otherwise never would Uh, have—it's just that's that to me is what is going to make me stick around another billion years and keep doing this. Hello, and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian
1: Sequera, and I am Bob Beldobos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started.
0: Welcome back to another PyBytes podcast episode. This is Julian and I'm here with Bob. How's it going, man?
1: Hey, man, I'm good. Thanks. How are you?
0: Oh, fantastic! What, tell everyone why am I in such
1: a good mood? Why are you so euphoric? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs>
0: uh, it's our five-year anniversary. Not not you and me. We go way back, further than that. But uh, today or yesterday, I should to be accurate. Uh, Sunday, the nineteenth of December, was the five-year anniversary of Pie Bites. Five years since we did what?
1: Started. We started. <laughs> Posted a, a dunder in it on some sort of Pelican blog, 19th oh, of December, ter- 2016. Yeah, we, we were bored and we were looking for a Christmas project. And it looked horrifyingly bad, like,
0: <laughs> compared to today's website. It yeah. looked terrible. But, hey, first revision, right?
1: Exactly. Iterate fast. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely what we did back then. And we're still yeah. doing, hopefully. Hopefully, definitely. So yeah, a big celebration podcast episode. And today we wanted to celebrate the win, but also look back. Highlight some favorite moments and some lessons we've learned. Yep. So
0: the first thing I'm going to say is that this will be a bit self-indulgent. And I think we've earned that, Uh, especially because I want to point out, Bob, this was super uh, important to me. This is uh, actually two days ago two days ago, the 18th of December was one year since we launched the first episode of the podcast as well. So we've officially done a full year and this is episode 53. So we did one episode a week, even if they didn't land week to week, we still did 52 episodes, one per week for a year. So I'm super proud. And uh, also, you know, here's the opportunity I'm going to take to say thank you to everyone who listens every week. Uh, But also thank you to everyone who's just been part of this PyBytes community. Uh, Five years is no mean feat. It's no easy feat, sorry, for something like this that started off as just a passion project, hobby, something for us to learn. But to keep pushing and, and keep driving into more things, it really took a lot of support from everyone. So all of the feedback, positive, critical, whatever, that we received over the years that helped us improve and know where to go, I'm just super grateful for. So all of you listening, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. I know you do as well, Bob.
1: Yeah, I second that. Um, it's good to start this episode with uh, a note of gratitude for everybody that tunes into the podcast and that has supported us over the years and helped us with this journey, gave valuable feedback, helped us iterate, and yeah, just made this journey a lot of fun. And, uh yeah, we're we're proud of hitting five years. I mean, the one, two years you're basically still experimenting, and we're still experimenting, right? To this day. Mm. Um, but yeah, to us a five year mark, this definitely is it marks a steady journey we're on. And again, we're just super grateful that we get to do this gratifying yeah. job. And given, you know, where we were at five years
0: ago compared to where we are now, I can't even Imagine yeah. what's coming in the next five years. So, yeah. very exciting. So, all right. As as I f- have a sip from this rum, this celebratory rum <laughs> that I've got in front of me, yeah, uh, which I can't it's wait too early to earlier,
1: so
0: bro. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's eleven o'clock, or 10, <laughs> ten o'clock. But, uh, you go first, Shara. Uh, do you have any insights you want to share with everyone?
1: Well, we said this many times, right? But it's just to get started. It's very cliche. Um, but it's definitely what helped us get to this place by I mean we were talking for years, we had these now infamous commute chats, right, and we always said like <laughs> you shouldn't record those because we were always listening to podcasts and a lot of consuming, of course, and brainstorming, but we didn't really execute right well, we did we did our side things always, right, but this was the first time we really put something serious together right and and it started very basic very elementary it was just a blog right like the gazillion python blocks and we just going there launch another blog with a static site generator not really <laughs> a typical business thing right but we had to start somewhere and we wanted to learn more python and that was kind of the niche we wanted to do something in and it literally started just by content sharing and Providing value, putting stuff out there, and because we did that over time, we saw other opportunities. Um, they they came after a while,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. So the for me the main takeaway is to uh, to get started and keep iterating. Um, no, that's cool.
0: That's it's a great takeaway and something we keep doing. So a lot of these these points that I think we're going to bring up are things that we either did at the start and have kept doing or things that we've kept up along the way, like just, you know, randomly picked up a good habit, not randomly, but picked up a good habit and just kept on pushing. Right. So uh, even though we're well into it now, there's always something to start on. And it is, <laughs> it gets hard to continue that because you want to uh, continue the things that we already do. And so the idea of starting something new at the same time can be, yeah, very stressful, but uh, it's the only way to keep pushing and to improve. So, yeah, yeah, good takeaway.
1: Can I can I have another one? Yeah, you yeah, go, on, go on. stealing it away. I'm still drinking. But, I'm still drinking. You go. Uh, all right, you drink. Uh, I'll take over <laughs> for today. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking here at that uh, big poster we did in PyCon 2019, Ooh. 2018. Then yeah, in I itself was was a big win, but um, there's this little timeline we had there, right? Like <laughs> uh, founded and. Um, Actually, in January 9th, 2017, we we started our first co-challenge. So we're Mm -hmm. already niching out a month later. But one thing that stands out there as well is like May 2017. So six months in, we um let's say Pybytes opens a Slack channel for their growing Python community. And I think that community aspect was a very good decision. Like we bring people together, listening to people consuming our content and really like brainstorming with them what to work on next. And yeah, that, that I think is one of the things that has set Pie bites apart.
0: Mm. Yeah, you're right. And and that
1: community has just grown. So mm. we, it,
0: what, what was the date you said on that? 2018 we started a the community?
1: No, 2017, like 2017. six months in. I thought it was wow. later, but it was within the year.
0: Yeah. That's insane. Cause that, that community has grown immensely. And, Mm. Uh, You know, what I love about it is just how, and this isn't a pitch, of course, Well, everything is. Although you should join. You should join. Yeah, just join the community. Uh, (laughs) Is that it's so welcoming? That's what I love about it. You join, people welcome you. Um, You know, people asking you what you do with Python. If you have a question, a bunch of people just jump on it and answer. It's just a great place to be. So I, I like sitting there. I don't always type in there because of the distraction factor sometimes, but uh, I love just reading it. People are all over it. It's great. Um, and when I do jump in, everyone's just happy to to be there and yeah. chat. So, um, all right, can I have a turn? Yeah. you yeah, go ahead. All yours. All mine. Okay, okay. Oh, the pressure. All right. So I think for me, one of the lessons that we've learned over the years is to not give up. And I know that's a oh, that's so cliche. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the, the point is, is that we've done so many things over the past five years. You know, we've been on podcasts. We started this podcast. We've uh, released online courses. We have the Talk Python courses with Mike. We've got our own courses. We've got uh, just all sorts of things. You know, the emails that we send out, we PDM, the, the coaching program. There's just so many things that we've done. And There were so many things, pieces along the way, including in those where the feedback wasn't great, you know, or where people around us were perhaps saying things like, oh, you know, that's a tough space to get into, or that's not going to really work out. Or um, are you sure you want to focus on this? I'm not talking about people in the Python space. I'm talking about people in our lives, right? Because uh, we had day jobs for most of these five years. And uh, so people saying, "Are you sure? Why don't you focus on the career?" And all this doubt does creep in, and this is where I'm very thankful for you, Bob, because we are accountability partners. We've spoken about this before, um, but yeah, there is that decision, I guess, paralysis that comes in as you go. Oh, is that even a good idea to create another course? Is it a good idea to branch off into this? So again, the idea of launching Iron Scribe right? I mean, that's not got nothing to do with Python, but it's something that we were just passionate about. And if we were solo, if we had that self-doubt, if we didn't just have that mentality of let's just do it, let's just have some fun and, and push and why not? If we didn't just take those steps and just do it, then, you know, we would have held ourselves back on many, many different occasions, especially with the coaching program. That was the biggest jump I think we made through these five years. And so for me, it was the biggest lesson is just to push that self-doubt aside and just do it, you know. Um, it was to just always think big, always keep reaching for the stars, right? As I know all these things people have heard before and might sound very cheesy, but the reality is we just keep thinking huge, <laughs> and uh, that's what sustained us through all of this. Like, oh, we can, we can do more. There's always more. And uh, that that's what's been exciting for me and one of the greatest lessons I've taken away from this because it's its true. It, it all meant a lot and it's all achieved a lot as a result.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Like aiming big and taking massive action and then have an accountability partner, um, as we have spoken many times about. You can search back in the history. There's a dedicated episode on this with and and Mark. Um, oh, yeah. That's a huge deal, right? Like because it's it's scary. There's a lot of imposter syndrome. We also talk about a lot. And um and then having each other and then pushing through. That's massive. But uh, yeah, I think the massive action part and not sitting on our laurels, right? Constantly innovating mm-hmm. that has really helped us.
0: Yeah, that's it. The the, the iteration has been A really big point, especially when people come back with feedback. I mean, that's another little thing as well. We get a lot of feedback, and it is very easy to sit there and say, "You don't know what you're talking about," or "No way, man! I've spent like five months in this thing." And if we get defensive and and don't take the feedback of the people actually using our platforms and, and taking our courses and going through our content, then We're not going to succeed. And so that was a thing that we, uh, you know, we had to learn along the way because we did have imposter syndrome. We still do. But when we were starting and you're launching your first course, like, oh my gosh, the first negative review or the first person who criticizes the way that you speak or something, uh, you you take it to heart (laughs) and we've had to grow that um, thick skin and we just don't care anymore. I mean, we care, but we don't. It's it's always a sign of growth. If you're getting feedback like that, that means you're pushing. That means you're out there. That means you're doing stuff that's um, different to the norm, and that's exciting. Now, as opposed to um, making us uh, want to run and hide and sit in a corner and cry. So,
1: yeah, we'll give you a negative review. As Pythonista, one, two, three, four, handle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Use your yeah. name, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on WhatsApp that you will care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take it up on Reddit. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Let's not go there. Um, not yeah. go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's pivot a little bit to um some of our favorite moments of those five years. All right. Do you want me to go first. To first? All right, all right. So I'm gonna do choose a bit of bit more of a human
0: human thing than technical. Uh so for everyone who doesn't know when Bob and I kicked off Pie Bites, we didn't actually know each other in person. We hadn't met each other in person. So we hung out on Skype or whatever, but we'd never actually met uh, at work or anything like that. Cause you're Spain. I'm here in Australia. So the first time we physically met was in Cleveland, at PyCon in 2018. So, Considering that was, what, two and a half years after launching PyBytes, it was a big deal, uh, and about 10 years after knowing each other through our days in Sun Microsystems. And um what was one, I, I got to say this, Bob's like 10,000 feet tall, so I look like his child standing next to him. So I try not to stand next to Bob or I say, crouch down, because <laughs> I'm so short by comparison. But when when we met it was just it's one of the the biggest things for me was that it was just like we picked up the conversation from our whatsapp chats or our calls in the car or whatever it is uh, there was no awkwardness no weirdness it was just hey man good to finally meet you let's go grab a drink and we went i think we we spent the evening at the pub had a few drinks and uh probably i don't think we told anyone this story but we stayed at stayed at an airbnb <laughs> In, I wasn't going to
1: tell it, but yeah, you, you tell the story. You tell the story. It was the worst place. To stay at.
0: So clearly we're having a bit of fun with this episode, uh, but it, it had this smell. Actually, I think the one person who experienced it was Chris Medina. I think he's the only one who came in and, and, and saw it. So Chris, if you're listening, I hope you don't remember it. Uh, but yeah, the place was, was shocking had A great view and everything, but it smelled funny, had this weird chemical smell. We, we'd have to hold our breath coming into the building, running to the apartment. Uh, it wasn't exactly clean. And uh, <laughs> we found drugs, in, the, no, like actual medical drugs, like people's pills and stuff that were just in a cupboard. And we're like, ooh, okay. So it was a, it was a really unique place. We tried not to spend time there. The internet didn't work. Oh my gosh.
1: Of all, of all things. That was of even worse things. than the pills, right?
0: Oh, <laughs> that was the most painful thing. Um, so it was it wasn't great. And hey, this is a lesson in procrastination. We took so long to try and write the Airbnb review that by the time we actually wrote it and hit submit, it said sorry, time's up and <laughs> we couldn't submit. Oh my it. god, yeah, that, that was <laughs> that was ridiculous. Um, yeah, but so to the point, well, back to one of the points. So we we had obviously had a great time at PyCon that year, but uh, not only did it solidify more our friendship and then the business and everything, but we actually presented that poster that Bob was just mentioning um, at the poster session at PyCon, I think it was called. So people can print out posters for cool things that they're working on to do with Python and education, whatever else. And we had this thing pinned up. And this was our first time talking to strangers about Python. Uh, sorry, about Pybytes and Python and what we do and everything. We we spent time at Mike Kennedy's uh, talk Python booth the first day and got to meet a lot of people. Like that's where we met uh, you know, Andy Knight and a few others. Um, so that was great. Uh, but when we stood in front of this poster, this was something. This was like owning Pybytes. This was putting our stuff out there, no hiding behind a computer screen, no shame. We had to be able to talk about it. And what I just remember so much was sweating profusely and loving how much people enjoyed what we were doing. Like I thought we would cop feedback like, oh, this is a waste of time, but no, it was everyone loved it. Everyone said, you guys are doing amazing stuff. Keep at it. This is really cool. I'm going to check it out. And yeah, that was one of my. I think one of our defining moments.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that that was scary, right? Uh, presenting, presenting is always scary. Yeah. But yeah. The, so. the feedback and the enthusiasm of people was was really impressive. Uh, mm. So uh, yeah, was that, that was poster? Good. I'm not sure if that was the first or the was that the first or the second PyCon? Uh, no,
0: that was the first. That was the first. Okay. Wow. Second, we had a different booth, which I'll tell you tell everyone about in a minute. Yeah. Um, all right, you go. What, what did you? Yeah,
1: have? Well, the favorite moment. So definitely, I think the building of the platform, which was a lot of late nights, a lot of effort, and of course, also as a lesson, right? Like, yeah, there were coding platforms out there, and it's all been done. Um, so it's easy to get discouraged and say, like, I'm I'm never going to build. A solution that's that mature or anything. But we just started. And actually, we started with those block code challenges, right? And um, that was actually the goal to have people submit code through GitHub and then make a platform to make that easier. But as we were building that, um, yeah, we actually um, pivoted and managed to execute code in a browser. Now, the front end solutions were, were not that good at it because we had all these external modules. And then we um, found AWS, Lambdas and all that and um, got that working and that was a big win. And also, yeah, it was really, really exciting. We, we got people on, uh, I remember we got people to sign up. Are you interested uh, in this? And you get it at a like an introduction rate and we got enough traction and it was super exciting. And mm. it was a hell of a job. Uh, but yeah, look at it now, we have 330 plus exercises and a whole bunch of features added and um yeah look at look at what people are getting out of it right That that's the the most satisfactory thing is that people really become ninjas as well they earn ninja belts obviously but they really become ninja in their skills and they go into this coding interviews and then they impress people with the skills they learn on the platform so that's i think that's one of the biggest wins um i mean we went into coaching later but it all starts with the platform and a lot of people we work with in the coaching actually first go through Mm. those exercises. So that was definitely one of my favorite things. Yeah, I agree that
0: that was scary. And it also, I think gave us confidence as well, you know, seeing that people were signing up and enjoying it and saying, this is great better than the other stuff out
1: there. So, and no better way to to learn Django. Mm. Yeah, you're (laughs) exactly right. The amount of issues.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember the late nights. Um, all right, so I'll go one last one, and it'll be PyCon again, but it'll be the the second PyCon we we're at in 2019, which was, I want to say, even bigger um, because at that point we knew people, we had uh, friends, people we couldn't we we couldn't wait to see, and it was just it was a really special time, something I really looked forward to, and obviously we got to hang out again. Um, I think it was the first time I had an iced coffee or something at one of the coffee places. I hated it. It's gross. Anyway, whatever it was, but the scary thing for me at that PyCon was we got to stay at the PyCharm Charm booth. So they, you know, asked us to come and present there, and they gave us time to talk about PyBytes and what we did. It was really cool. So we got to hang out with friends and talk to people again. And at that point, we had a lot more confidence meeting people, and it was just it was a lot of fun. But the thing that really got us uh, and and definitely got me was when we had to get up and present with a microphone at the pie charm like talking area present presentation area whatever you want to call it and I just remember standing there holding the mic we're both talking back and forth on this presentation I can barely remember it now what we actually talked about (laughs) because it was um such a high stress moment but to me that was a huge win we we'd never done anything like that before um in front of a whole room full of strangers everyone who came up to sit and talk and obviously everyone was welcoming and very nice uh, but uh, i just remember you know sometimes i've had some advice when talking to an audience find someone who looks really interested and and like talk to them you know keep looking at them who cares? You know, look back and forth, and then land your eyes back on them. And to me, that person was Chris May. So, Chris, if you're listening, thank you because he was sitting there, he was nodding, he was smiling, he was just like agreeing with what we were saying. Like, yeah, you guys preach, preach. <laughs> and that was, and I just remember going, okay, he's my rock while we're while we're presenting. And uh, Chris, your so, nodding
1: yeah. is our anger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
0: <laughs> so it was it was actually a really great session, and you know, everyone. It, it went well. People came to talk to us after, but uh, again, that was another hurdle for for me. I'd never presented like that before. Uh, i I presented at work, but never in a public forum like that about our um, own business. So
1: AWS went down that that very moment. Like it never goes down, and we're hitting there the the bid submission. Lambda's <laughs> not working. Like of all times, you know, yeah, like it never went down before and after. Yeah. During the, it's like. Murphy's Law, right?
0: I know. What are the odds that the actual infrastructure that never goes down will go down <laughs>
1: while we're presenting? That <laughs> was amazing. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, so, yeah, that was, that was my win. That was a, yeah. another great awesome. moment for us, I think. Yeah.
1: All right. And, and lastly, I have another one. So end of 2019, I think we got kind of stuck, right? Like everything was it was working, but it also got a bit saturated. Subscriptions went down and... Mm-hmm. Was time to innovate, right? So we, and we we knew we were struggling with the whole marketing business side um, because we we're mainly developers, right? Mm. And so we we seriously looked around to get some coaching, right? And uh, we hired a bunch of coaches. We we joined a coaching program um, focused around marketing and offer building and all that. And yeah, I, I remember that chat we had with them and it was pretty scary because they actually on that call, they said like, well, do you want guys want to do coaching or do you want the guys focus on business? And like, we're not really sure. Right. Because it's very Mm. hard to get into businesses B2B. Um, So we went for the coaching route and actually we, we made a great decision because over the next months, starting 2020, we build out our coaching program and I remember it's one of the hardest things we, we did. That was the first product where it was more face-to-face, working with people, mm-hmm. more intensively, uh, coaching, right? And I remember that was pretty scary. And uh, like those first calls with people and, and, and helping them. And uh, later we did group calls as well. And uh, it, it really stretched us, right? But yeah. at the other end, we came out with a program or product which seriously increased the value we could offer. Um, because there's still a lot of value in working together, right? One-on-one, having that individualized um, help or coaching, right? So I think that was one of our biggest wins. One of the scariest things we did, and one of the things I'm happiest about that we uh, we did that. Yeah, I agree that that one starting PDM was just absolutely
0: completely different to anything we'd done before so it took a huge leap of faith and confidence to to just jump in and do it and and thinking back to when pdm started looks completely different to what it looks like now because we had to grow it we had to figure out what worked for people what didn't every single person that goes through we take the feedback and implement and iterate Uh, so the program does look completely different now to a year and you know eight Months ago. So, uh, yeah, I'm just stoked that we did it. And I think a good place to end this episode is just reflecting on the fact that we're going to keep doing this for another 5, 10, 15, 50 years until we're in the ground and then automation, our AIs will take over with our personas. <laughs> no one will ever know when we actually die. And, <laughs> but the feeling of helping people supporting people and like we say like our core values right my, my core value is just and, and us for the for the business pie by is that we lift people up we want to help people we want to bring people to the table um when they don't think they're good enough or confident enough to do it right and being able to do that for people and then see them achieve the things that they set out to do uh that most of the time uh, by and large, far beyond the stuff that we could ever dream of doing in this space or in that space. Um, it's just amazing, you know, seeing people build incredible things, get the confidence to go for things they otherwise never would have. Uh, it's just, that's that to me is what is going to make me stick around another billion years and keep doing this.
1: I think that's a really nice way, yeah, to end the episode. I fully agree, like building something yourself, it's nice, uh, but helping somebody going from from beginner level to to very advanced, doing stuff you couldn't even imagine, like the wins we see uh, in PDM every day, and launching new apps, businesses, and and people didn't think they were capable of, right? And and they were. That that uplifting you mentioned, that that's mm. nothing better than that. Yeah,
0: damn right. Okay. Well, look, we'll leave it there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, for Tuning in and uh, especially for this episode, letting us just tell you a few stories, <laughs> a few anecdotes, and um, enjoying the memories with us. We really appreciate everyone. And um, I think we're going to take a break for a couple of weeks while we go on, ho- while we have our holidays with our families and stuff, just uh, going around. But that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for joining us this year. We'll be back in January. I uh, hope you all take care. If you do celebrate it, have a wonderful Christmas. Um, otherwise happy holidays with whatever it is you might celebrate and we'll see you then
1: thanks everybody for listening happy holidays merry christmas and we'll be back in the second week of january we hope you enjoyed this episode to hear more from us go to pybite slash friends that is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show
0: and to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.